0: okay well welcome you guys i think everybody here knows me pretty well um but again i'm chloe bellatore i'm a relationship and communication expert i'm a graduate of princeton university and pat allen's want institute i use tools that I learned from Pat. I use tools that I learned from studying Eric Burns' transactional analysis. And I use tools that I have come up with myself because, as you guys know, I've been doing this work for over a decade now. Um, I've also written three books, almost four books, <clears throat> excuse me, um, about this work. And those are available on Amazon. How to Live, Find Love, and Keep It. Um, that's those are the books that. That's the book I teach in my Module One course. Um, I also wrote New Ways of Being: The Pain of Change, and I tr- teach that in my Modules Two and Three courses. So I'm going to put that into the chat now for you guys if you guys want to look into my collateral because you know i also put up stuff on instagram every day um and tiktok i do these meetups once a week and then uh but for the i'm only going to be doing one more this year so this is the second to last one so welcome um and then i'm going to be regrouping and just you know refreshing for next year okay so Transactional analysis and androgynous semantic realignment. These are the two modalities that I draw from a lot. Transactional analysis basically says that there's three ways to communicate. Bullying with intimidation or fear, seducing with guilt or tears, or negotiating with love. Okay. And I teach negotiating with love. Androgynous semantic realignment takes that on and takes it one step further, meaning, if I start with a masculine thought, then you follow with a feminine feeling. If I start with a feminine feeling, you follow with a masculine thought. And we use this quantum mechanics of language when we're having a conflict or we're in an awkward situation like first dates, um, so that we avoid conflict and power struggles. Okay. Now it sounds simple, but, and while it is simple, we go um it can also be really challenging doing these things and this work is meant to trigger you as you guys some of you guys know um so That's also what I help people with is once you are triggered, how do we move past those triggers? How do we open up to new ways of being? Because it is, it isn't a painless process. It is a painful process and an extremely rewarding process. So you get both. And that's kind of the nature of life here on earth, right? There's no catastrophe without a silver lining and there's no victory without a shadow, Um, And so understanding that duality is something else that I help people with, because sometimes the expectation is, oh, I'm going to do this work, I'm going to get in a relationship, I'm going to get that job, I'm going to have a baby, whatever it is, and then I'm going to be living a pain-free life. Um, And sometimes that's not even articulated, but that's kind of an unspoken expectation. And that never happens. So what we go for is the productive pain of change, rather than the pain that change needs to take place. So as you guys know my expertise is in relationships and communication. Um the most successful relationships are those that are balanced between masculine and feminine energy. Again, that duality that all of us have, we are all of us masculine, we are all of us feminine. Um, but it's that balance that we try to achieve both within us and in our relationships that make us successful balance really is a key to life in a universe based on duality which is what we live in right we have night and day we have black and white everything here is you know we have (laughs) on land in the ocean everything is and we have all the gradations in between right um and so this work these tools really help us navigate that duality that we find inherent on life in life on earth. Now when we talk about problems in relationships what we're really talking about is childhood trauma whether you had trauma with a big T or small t something happened to you that separated you from your innocence. And the things that happen to us between the ages of 0 and 12 are especially powerful because of the critical development windows that they occur in. <clears throat> Excuse me. And often what happens is that we have to sacrifice our own authenticity for attachment to the people who own the refrigerator so that we can survive. Because human babies aren't very good on their own, right? The problem occurs when we take These strategies that we learned in childhood, that we understood to be existential truths and move them into our adult life and specifically into our romantic relationships. And that's where they really don't work. And they sabotage us and tend to recreate the scenarios in childhood that gave us so much pain. We may be consciously trying not to recreate these things, not to marry your dad, not to marry your mom. And then we end up doing it because the repetition compulsion in humans is so strong and we are doomed to repeat that which we don't understand. So a lot of my job is bringing awareness to your decision making. Why are you making certain decisions? And if we can open that up and see that there are other options, other ways of being in life. Um, because often we are our own worst enemies and nothing feels worse than when we betray ourselves. Um, so that's what I help people with balancing that feminine and masculine energy that often becomes out of balance as a result of childhood trauma. Okay. Meaning so the archetypes on that is basically women becoming Wendy's and becoming precociously related, right? um, becoming, um, overly responsible, responsible at a young age. And then the archetype for men is Peter Pan, which is the opposite, not taking on responsibility, not getting respect, never growing up. Okay. And so these are the basic archetypes that, that we, um, this is obviously a simplification, but these are basic archetypes that many of us have as a result of being pushed into ego dystonia in childhood okay brief explanation of what feminine and masculine are because this is often misunderstood and by the way you don't have to be a woman to be feminine you don't have to be a man to be masculine as i said we are all both okay so we we have both of these sides within us um But what we want to do is use the side that is going to serve us the best and is aligned with our authentic energy in any given moment. Okay. So we have the feminine side or the right side of the brain, the yin energy, which is passive, patient, and vulnerable. It is receiving, it is spiritual, creative, feeling, sentient sensuality, sexuality, spirituality, magic. These are the domains of yin energy, okay? Then we have the masculine, yin yang energy, the left side of the brain. This competitive conquering and controlling, this the world of ideas. Most of us are in our masculine at work, we live in a very masculinized society so a lot of us are very focused on work and achieving and making money um masculine energy is very much of the world whereas feminine energy is in the world to make it fun but it's not of the world masculine energy is taking care of giving nurturing okay so these are the two hemispheres that we have in our brain, the two sides of ourselves. Carl Jung expressed it as the anima and the animus, right? And <clears throat> women are very sensitive on the outside, but very strong on the inside, right? Again, that duality. And men, and this is Carl Jung's work, men are very strong on the outside and very sensitive on the inside, okay? but it's bringing these energies into balance again within yourself and in your relationships that leads to consciousness, which is kind of the goal of being on earth, right? Is becoming more aware, becoming more conscious, evolving, healing. Um, so it's that balance that is the definition of consciousness. Um, and that's why I call my program Chloe's consciousness training that's what we're aiming for a lot of this work is different than what you find in traditional emotive therapy when people go out to look for mental health they're often put into emotive therapy in which they have an area for them to express themselves and express their feelings and that's nice and they get reflected back but they don't necessarily get tools to change their life and so that's what i love about this work is that there are tools there are things that we can do it's all driven by you guys on what you guys want and how to get what you want. That is literally uh, what Pat Pat's school is called, the Want Institute, okay? So it's really driven by what you guys want and then the best way that you can achieve that. So now I'm going to open it up to questions, which is my favorite part, as you guys know um and you can ask me about relationships you can ask me uh, about anything i've said so far you can ask about dating i help people a lot with dating and profiles and languaging so that they can put their best foot forward um family relationships work relationships communication problems conflicts you guys know i also love to get your updates to hear how you're doing with this work because that's a really important part is to come back and share as we move along um because there's a you know there's a lot of the devil's in the details and so it really helps to hash things out and see where the holes are okay lee
1: excuse me can you hear me yes hey there welcome good to see you um I just had a quick update for you. Tonight. Okay. And, uh, I last week I shared um I um met I, I went to the Halloween party and uh um met several people and I on Friday night uh, late Friday afternoon I had a date with uh, the gal that was uh, in the Marilyn Monroe costume. Oh
0: right, that was the one you like. Yeah
1: and we had a wonderful time we we went we went for a coffee walk in the park and had a bite to eat after and it went really really well <clears throat> however <clears throat> um after a couple of phone calls she had to go was she had to go to a show to meet a friend to see some show and i i had i had planned to come back and meet a couple of friends uh at the brewery, anyway. But um, after after we met and we we talked on the phone a couple days, we we had some phone calls, and uh, she just decided that the distance was just too much. She she lives down in an area called Dana Point, which is kind of like halfway between here in San Diego. So it's a long drive. So and I agreed. I mean I I told her I'd be willing to go down once a week and hang out but she just felt like the distance was going to be too much and and this happens a lot and I'm 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 getting past it. I'm I'm pretty much accepting the fact that that's going to be a deal breaker for a lot of people. Um but uh, that's it. I mean I had a lovely time oh. she she was a great person we we had a lovely time together the attraction was definitely there but she just said she couldn't do the distance so so that's kind of where we stand and i'm hoping once i get back on my feet with this uh just i've been feeling a little bit of a cold this week but i'll be able to get back into karaoke again and start connecting again but uh so i i don't know if you have any wisdom or insights but i mean not really a question i i'm very okay. sure. I'm really proud of myself for, you know, I'm doing this right. I'm, I feel like these tools are really helping me, you know, avoid the train wrecks, you know, it usually within one to two dates, I know what I'm dealing with. And so great. You're saving so much time, time and money and everything. And yeah. Heartache. And I mean, even though I was very disappointed, I was hopeful we could maybe see each other again. Um, did anything
0: untoward happen or do you think she's being genuine?
1: She's being very
0: genuine. Okay.
1: Good. I can tell it's, yeah. She, you know, and she, you know, I told you about my spreadsheet. I got like a calculator thing where it's like, you're trying to get 60 to 70% of the, the qualities. <laughs> right. And she had like 56% and I just met her. So these people are out there. The, the, there, yeah. are, there are really great matches with high percentages that they do exist. It just, it takes time to find,
0: Yes, them, you know, and you're building every time you do these things. You're building your confidence. You're building up your masculinity. Yes. You're getting closer. It's not for nothing. So I'm glad to hear you appreciating your own effort because that's really the key, you know, because eventually you'll meet someone.
1: Eventually it will line up. Eventually. I, I hope so. I mean, I am very tempted, Chloe, to make someone who live. i live in the south bay so i'm I'm hopeful that you know maybe i just need to make that geographic you know boundary and say this is the area i need to focus on and if someone shows up i will have to really think about becoming vulnerable and opening up because it's it's quite a quite a commute to see them through traffic and <laughs> right. Um, right you know right but uh i i uh I am proud of myself. I'm thankful for you. I'm it's helping me leaps and bounds. I mean, I'm I'm not going out with many people, but I am meeting a lot of people and I'm taking my time with it and it's helping me gauge potential triumph and potential disaster and steering clear of the potholes and
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm hearing that you're happier with the dates that you've been going on. Even though nothing's like turned into a relationship yet, the overall the dates are going better.
1: I think so. Well, you know, ironically, there was a date about three weeks ago that from the karaoke group, there's a gal who she qualified because we three times i would met her in real life and there's lots of smiling and flirtation and she Mm -hmm. responds to the everything. And we went down and met for drinks and a bite to eat. And it was it was kind of like, oh, I, I used the description like carrying around. 50 ton weights on my shoulders, uh, when, right? When I, she was a good person, but when I'm with her, I, I feel this weight on my shoulders. It just, I'm like, this isn't going to work. I can sense, I sense like it should, when I, I should feel relaxed and comfortable and, and free flowing, I shouldn't feel like I've got baggage on my back, you know, like I'm being mm-hmm. weighed down and I felt that with her. And so I had to leave. I had to cut the data yeah. off. You know, I, I yeah. my, do you remember my friend Dale who came to the, yes, several weeks ago, he is doing fantastic. He has, I think he met a young lady who I, they, I saw her Halloween night after the Halloween party. I met him at one of the karaoke spots and met his date for the night. And I'm like, man, you have really found a lovely person. They were dancing. He, he can dance like swing dancing that helps and, yeah he's a really good dancer with like old style dancing and it's so charming to see them together I said man Dale if you, you I hope this works out for you because oh that's so he's good so great and you know so so he's doing great last we talked and um you know I just uh um i, I I'm trying to reinforce the fact that you know there will be another day and things will turn around for all of us. I think it's just, I, yeah, I love your phrase, Chloe. There's a lid for every pot. Yes. There and, really I, is. I, I, and when I hear that phrase, I'm like, really for me, there's a lid for my pot. I mean, really? Cause I don't, it's like, I wish there was, I mean, it's sometimes hard for me to visualize that, you know, but I, I, uh, I love that analogy because I'm like, it gives me a lot of hope, you know, good. But that's all. That's my update. Good. Okay. Sharing, share. I'm doing fine otherwise. And I thank you again for the group. You
0: are so welcome. And I am happy to hear you are, you know, moving through these dates with such grace. Okay. Okay, who's next? Any other questions or comments or updates? Um Kiara.
2: Hi, how are you doing?
0: I'm good, thank you. How can I help you?
2: So, you know what, I've been actually thinking, um, and I know you said that these tools can be used, like, not just, you know, in um, relationship-wise. Um, so I wanted to know if I could ask you a question about friendships and family ships, I guess? Yes, absolutely. Um, okay, awesome. So I I'm wondering how would I approach friendships and family ships if so I'm in the feminine energy or want to be, especially mm-hmm. in a relationship and you know how, you know, naturally people are more feminine or ma- or more masculine just naturally. Yes. So I have people in my life who are more feminine and I have people in my life who are more masculine and two people in particularly that I wonder you know, um not that there's arguments, but like say there's disagreements, how would I um how would I come up how would I approach that? Um Okay,
0: so let's give me the specifics and we'll go we'll troubleshoot it. We'll go through it.
2: Okay, for example, um I have a friend and she's more of a she's feminine like me, you know, more feelings. This made me feel we're both creative people. Um and when we have disagreements, should I come more with thoughts since i know she's feminine does it matter if i come more of this is this is how this made me feel um so that's the first the first example okay and then so the second yeah okay yeah the second example would be i don't want to say who it is but a masculine person in my uh life that's more logical um so for example i know that they're more logical and i'm obviously more feeling based how should I, for example, I guess it could be, let me think of something. Um, losing my keys, for example, this person's frustrated that I lot I left my keys and now it's it's um making the schedule go awry. And then it's an argument about that. Um, how would I approach approach it to kind of solve that issue, um, you know, just more productively. Right. Or communicate
0: okay. my feelings. Yes, exactly. Okay. So it's different with friends because, like you said, you could take either side. Right. So, in that moment, decide which side you want to take. And partly okay. that will be a strategic decision. If you know this person is masculine, they're going to be probably more open to you expressing your feelings than you going up against them for a power struggle, right? With your thoughts. Right. Makes sense. You know, or you can even experiment with it. You know, they probably notice, but you know, when you get really good at using these tools, you're able to employ which side will serve you the best in the moment. So with that person, it sounds like the best would be to be leading with your feelings. Okay. And you know, if you're in the midst of a conflict, and he's berating you for losing your keys you know i mean what the hell can you do you're human you lost your keys like it's happening all the time like you know right it's also after the fact so there's nothing to do except find the keys right 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 um Um, yeah and then where are people just like heaping crap on you when there's nothing you can do
2: yeah exactly
0: exactly you know, it's like you know everybody t- does that hot potato thing to some degree they get upset about something they take it out on somebody else right right But you really want to be cognizant of doing that because that's like one of the fastest destroyers of relationships right the guy gets home from he gets fired he comes from home from work you know he beats up his wife you know i mean these mm-hmm. are the extreme example but i'm just yeah. saying you know, we want, we don't <laughs> want to be doing these things and we don't want to be around people doing these things. So you, you have to right. get like really logical and practical about it. And the guy is just like going on and on. You just, I feel bad. You're making me feel bad. If you tell him a couple times, you're making me feel bad. What do you think about stopping, talking about the keys and he won't stop. Then you got to get out of the situation, you know?
2: Facts. Facts. Um, okay. So then for the, so if You have a friend, and you're both feminine. You're saying that maybe it's good to come more with the thoughts for like the balance of energy kind of thing. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. I mean,
0: sometimes you you know, if you're really feeling you're feminine, and they're feeling their, you know, if it's Mm -hmm. like I really want to go out and meet somebody tonight. You said you'd come with me. Well, I'm not feeling it. I feel tired, and I don't. Right. You know, in a situation like that, is you got to agree to disagree. You know. Okay. things aren't always going to be resolved right um but there are issues that obviously are too important you can't agree to disagree like you know are we going to rob this person you know i always <laughs> say if you have to call a doctor a lawyer or a policeman you know please do so but other yeah. things anything other than that is usually negotiable right um, or you just agree to disagree. So, you know, with your, with, a with girlfriends, it can go either way. You can try a mutual cherishing and see if that works. If you know, she's a little more feminine, it might behoove you to take the masculine side because just in the interest of communication, where do you want to eat? I don't know. Where do you want to eat? You know what I mean? Like somebody's got to like take control. <laughs> somebody's gonna say i want to eat at pf chang's how do you feel about that you know what i'm saying <laughs> so um you know that one you kind of have to feel out a little bit with friendships with especially with women um but there are so many masculine women around too so you know I find for a lot of friendships, if you that you're talking about a girl who is who's is pretty feminine, so it's different. But I often am able in my own experience to take the feminine because I'm surrounded by masculine women. You know what I'm saying? So it's really about this, what strategy you want to employ, what you think will serve you and will, you know, get what you want out of it. Does that make sense? Okay, uh, let me unmute you. Yes,
2: yeah, sorry, I had some background noise, so I mute okay. myself for a little bit. But yeah, it 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 makes sense. I'm just looking at different ways how I can apply it in my life because I feel like sometimes I'm like coming out of standstill with like certain, you know, certain um, what do you call it? Not arguments, but just disagreements. You know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So I appreciate it
0: okay I mean if you want to throw an example out we can work on it but if that's enough then
2: yeah that was definitely um that was definitely one of the things that had happened with the keys um and then just just simple uh disagreements on with friendships like this made me feel a certain way but then the other person was is like well that made me feel like this and it just seems like it's everyone's feeling you know a certain way and then it's like, right. well, okay, you feel the way you feel. How can we like say that each other is wrong for feeling the way we feel? Exactly,
0: so, exactly. So you're experiencing how that there's like that
2: power struggle for yes. sympathy, right? Yes, like you said that, the um I remember you said that the power struggle for sympathy is like a fight for who's the most sad, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Who's the most, mm-hmm. you know, feeling the most. So yeah, I think definitely I'll probably try coming more at my thoughts though with the more feminine i i want to see how that works i'll definitely play around with it
0: yeah play around with it you know because it could be different for different people and be also aware a lot of times people are saying well i feel like you're an asshole that's my truth that's not a feeling okay that's a judgment and a thought and a statement
2: everything so be
0: aware (laughs) of people saying i feel like even though we all do it because that usually is preceding a thought, not a feeling. Right. So sometimes that will throw people off because it's kind of an act of narcissism because you're, yeah, uh, people don't do it consciously necessarily, but you're really, when you say, I feel like you're an asshole, you're really trying to take up the feelings and the thoughts,
2: everything. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so that's not fair. So if you can, try to parse that for yourself and kind of identify what the other person is saying like and then Mm -hmm. you can like for example if somebody says well i just feel like you're ignoring me and it doesn't feel good so you could take it either way you could say um well i'm not ignoring you and what can i do to make you feel better right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um or you know, you could say, Well, I feel, I feel, you know, ignored too, or whatever it is, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's just like you can either start with their thought or you can start with their feeling, but it works best if you come in with the complimentary, you know. So if you, yeah. you want to respond to that as saying, Oh, just I want to respond to her feeling bad. Or do you want to respond to, Oh, well, I didn't do that. You know what I'm saying? So just, yeah, it depends. Yes. Yeah, try to keep depends. it discreet though, so that you're not drowning, you know? Okay. When you say discreet, you mean keep it like short or no, like separate, you know, in, oh, in a sense, like just in your own mind at least recognize the difference between the thoughts and the feelings because people okay. will really throw you off that way. I had a client recently who had a conflict with somebody in her apartment complex laundry room Mm. and um, the, she went in there and the neighbor with so many arguments are about these communal laundries. Like, Oh God, I'll tell you how many. Yeah. So (laughs) I've dealt with this a lot, but um, somebody was in there moving her laundry around. And so she was like, I was doing my laundry. And so the, the girl says, you know what? I'm really glad you came in here. Of course, it's two girls. You mm-hmm. came in here because um I feel like you think you own the laundry room. Oh, so it's like, well, that's not a feeling, right? Right, that's right. Thought, but she's obviously feeling upset. So my client was like, okay, well, that's a thought. But um, okay, well, how do you want to move forward? Because I have, you know, my laundry here as well you know mm. and just kind of like rolled over it because she's not going to be cherishing this woman's thoughts i mean this woman's feelings in the laundry room when she <laughs> expressed a thought, a as thought it, yeah. like, you know what i mean so yeah each situation is different but knowing the difference between thoughts and feelings is like the first step is identifying that and then choosing your strategy from there
2: okay Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You are so welcome. Okay.
0: Um what about you guys? Yeah. Raul or Adrian, do you guys have any questions? Anything you want clarified? No? Yes? No? Oh, Lee. Yes, Lee.
1: Hi there. I have a quick question. Okay, yeah. Please over. um next week is did you say next week is the last meeting be, before yeah. Thanksgiving? Yeah, for this year. So, uh then guess what? I won't be here next week. I have a business meeting in San Francisco. I'm gonna be all up in San Francisco, up in Oakland all day. And I won't be back in time for the meeting. So I guess this is the last time I'll get to chat with you guys uh until your next meeting, until next year, I guess. Aww. So, cause then Thanksgiving is the week after next, right? Right,
0: right. So and we're into the holidays.
1: Well, I just wanted to say thanks again. And, uh, you know, I'll, I guess I'll, you know, I'm looking forward to the future. Um, uh,
0: yeah, we got to get you in module two.
1: Jill. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. When you have that available, just keep me posted and stuff. And yeah, thanks again, Chloe. I, I just wanted to say, I guess that's it. I
0: won't be here next well, week. You I'm, could still, um, can't you still tune in though? You could bring your computer.
1: I could use my phone, but I'll be on an airplane. Okay. Um, uh, it starts at six o'clock, right? So yeah. So I'll be, yeah, I'll be probably on the plane unless I log in over a Wi-Fi or something. I'll see what I can do. It might be okay. a little tricky, but... I just wanted to say, you know, I guess I won't get to see you next week if you don't see me. That's why. I'm okay. Forgot Thanksgiving is week after two weeks. I away. know.
0: Then we're just in the holidays, and uh, yep. So well, just yeah, I just want to say something about the holidays because they're coming up. Um, and I'm gonna send out a message to the group next week and just say, you know, it's the last group and blah blah blah. So the holidays, just a heads up, you guys. It the holidays tend to be triggering times for people. Mm-hmm. Um, so just be aware of that. Um, it's also, if you're in a relationship over the holidays, I really don't recommend that you break up because the holidays are so such sensitive times. So if you're in a relationship now, you're set for the rest of the year. (laughs) I mean, obviously there are exceptions, but I just, I just want to encourage people not to break up with people during the holidays (laughs) Um, because right. It's very sensitive and all holidays. Yes. Birthdays, you know, typically a lot of trauma happens on these days that are supposed to be special. Um, Again, it's that duality, you know, expectations are high and then, you know, psychopaths, sociopaths, narcissists, they take those opportunities to exploit That vulnerability. So, um, you know, try not to get baited into arguments, things that, you know, better, try not to get into spirals. Um, even though I'm taking a break from meetup, I still do see clients over the holidays. Um, and it's funny, actually, some people like, I don't hear from them all year, but all every year on the holidays, they uh, show up. So you guys know how to reach me, you know, through my website or through Instagram or even through meetups. So if you do have a crisis, feel free to reach out. I'm not disappearing completely.
1: So your next meeting will be in January. Do you know the day in January? No, I
0: haven't. No, I haven't set that up yet. I'm going to, um, you know, okay. take the time to kind of regroup and refresh and maybe sure. change some things around. We'll see. Okay. um but you know as of now i'm planning on on definitely coming back in january um so yeah thanks. i will miss you guys too um but it's kind of a natural slowing down and as you know we need to we need to celebrate our yin side and that means resting sometimes okay thanks you are welcome okay well if you guys don't have any more questions i'm going to wrap it up a bit (laughs) in relationship or single i should for youtube yeah oh okay are you following me on youtube okay yeah i will um that's a good idea i actually was going to do something soon about not breaking up during the holidays so i'll do something on it um i usually do if you go through my collateral you can find some stuff definitely on instagram about it but okay okay cool Okay, you guys. Well, you know how to reach out to me if you need me. And um, hopefully I'll see you next week. And if not, have a great holiday and I'll see you in the new year. Have a good night.